Tonight on Rock Strikes 10, some rock, some soul, some funk, some metal, even some chamber goth. We're going to cherry pick off of random releases from Sharon Jones to Ghost. This is the odds and ends of 2014, Volume 1. Hit it. Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com with all the shows, all the cnjradio.com shows, or you're subscribed on the iTunes and on that feed, leaving a comment as well, never missing one single episode. I thank all of you first-time listeners. Welcome. And I guess that's about it for the hellos. Let's just get down to it. Uh, this is, in, in my opinion, in my non-humble opinion, this is one of the things that separates Rock Strikes 10 from all the other shows. I compile things. I, I make lists, and that's nothing new for some shows. However, I uh, fate and releases will determine certain shows, or, or even deaths, but we'll get to that in a show or two. Whenever there are... Soundtracks, EPs, cover albums, what have you. I I compile a song from each of those releases and I put it into the series that I do that's ongoing now called The Odds and Ends. And that's what this week's show is. I know there's a lot of fans out there of The Odds and Ends, so I hope you enjoy this one. I know I'm gonna. I, I'm really happy about the songs I have here. And you're gonna be happy about this, because I know I am. Joining me here this Saturday night, Rock Strikes 10 special with the great Logan. Say hello, Logan. What? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. I'll leave that in. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, we're... Hey, I, Joey. I, I, hello, hello. Yes, thank you for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, we, we talked a bit before we started recording, and so we should be pretty well warmed up. Like I said, we got some fun stuff to play here. Just stuff you might have missed along the way. This is stuff that doesn't wind up on the year-end list at the end of the year. So it is my public service that I'm doing for you, the friends of Rock Strikes 10. Maybe if you just want to grab the one or two songs off of that soundtrack on iTunes. Couple or songs. If your uh, local library has it. What would you... Use Use your library. Yeah. yeah, it's, use, that's, yeah. That, that's legal downloading. Yeah. Hey, there you go. And that, that actually helped me with a couple of uh, the songs you're going to hear tonight. Uh, this one here, I was... Uh, I, I actually... I, I will at some point probably have a hard copy of this, but I, I did the download thing with it. The legal download. The uh, tax seller at work? Yes. Tax exactly. sellers at work. Yeah, That's yeah, what it is. Exactly. Uh, I was very excited because this is from a soundtrack to a movie that... Uh, I've noticed there's not a whole lot of middle ground when it comes to this, but I, I, I'm on the like end of it. Okay. American Hustle. Logan? American Hustle. Fantastic film. Y- you saw it? Okay. All right. Um, Liked Amy Adams' side boob. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of and side And totally boob. started a crush on Jennifer Lawrence. That yeah. was that was my... Well, it was, it was a precursor. I was already sure. kind of crushing on her, but aside from that... Fantastic. Matter of fact, I just got that soundtrack from my tax dollars at work as yeah. well. So, <laughs> nice. and I did as well. I was very excited about the fact that there seemed to be a lot of heavy involvement from one of my all-time faves, Mr. Jeff Lynn. Yeah. 
There's a classic ELO song on there. The the first song on the first album, ten five three eight Overture on the No Answer record. That's a great song, uh, and I'm glad that that song is on a soundtrack like that because that's a song, especially an ELO song, a lot of people may not have heard because they know about the famous five or six ELO songs that always get played on the radio. That's not one of them. I probably need more ELO, but... Yeah, I, I've become a fan more and more as time has gone on, but and I, I love Jeff Lynne, even his solo stuff. Jeff Lynne's fantastic. Yeah, and uh, he has a solo song on the soundtrack as well as... And I was... Yeah. It was one of those things where when I saw the, the trailer and then I saw the movie, I was like... I went immediately home and typed up on ELO's... My library here on the iTunes, right. Long Black Road... And I was like, "How do I not I, have this? I don't have the song. Where is this song?" At? And then I realize it's no. a new song. No. I mean, when he does stuff, it just sounds. It still sounds like that. He doesn't. He doesn't I guess ELO is not really a, a, a functioning act anymore. It's or not. Is it just a Jeff Lynne? Yeah. Um, kind of. Here's the deal with project. ELO. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal with ELO. He tried to bring it back in the early 2000s, and from what I hear, he he put this great band together, and they sounded amazing. I like, remember those. If you've those. seen that live DVD, that is so worth getting. Uh, it's I can't. Some of the versions on that live thing, I think, actually beat out some of the studio versions. Really? I'm not even kidding. Uh, the the version of Telephone Line on there is mm-hmm. just uh, chill inducing. Uh, the version of Strange Magic on there is excellent. I mean, they just kill on that thing. Right. And they're well rehearsed. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, they put out that album Zoom. They, they were supposed to tour oh, behind. Yeah. The tour got canceled. I have no idea why. I yeah. mean, there might not have been any interest, but that's ridiculous if that's the case. But I don't know what happened. But what I do know is that this new song, Long Black Road, mm. it's actually not a new ELO song, it's just... but it's from the Zoom sessions. Is it and really? This song is so good because it's credited on American Hustle as being from 2001, which is when Zoom came out. So it has to right. be from that sessions. Yeah. So I was like, that's really weird. But they cut this song off the record. I'm like, I don't know why he left it off the record. You know, I I actually wonder because, I mean, uh, you know, he seems like he seems like a new Donald Fagan kind of guy, yeah. you know, who's uh, really in uh, the that zone of being a perfectionist, too. Yeah. Not, not to mention that the guy's already busy yeah. beyond yeah. anything that we can comprehend. He's such a fan of music. And he he never. I've read recent interviews with him. He comes across very genuine as a lover yeah. of all things music, and he's even a guy that has gone back and re-recorded his hits yeah. uh, for release, uh, just so he can sell. I get the part of re-recording to sell to the commercials. Yeah. That way, you make yeah. the dollar and not the label. Right. I'm right. totally cool with that. So when he explains it like that, but also he explains it as a artist slash perfectionist. Yeah. He's like I. There's things I just didn't. Right. I'm just like, oh, okay, Jeff. All right, you're a genius. You can do that. Everybody else really can't do it. He probably still thinks the the version of the last version of Telephone Line that he did was could have been better. horrible. Yeah, he's like, and and there there there's something that's missing, and yeah. he's not he's not exactly sure what it is right now, yeah. but it's going to happen to him, and yeah. you know, yeah, he's he's done that. But hey, let's. Let's get to the music. You gotta hear this song. It's it's friggin' amazing. It's classic ELO without Get the soundtrack. Go see the movie. Yeah. American Hustle. This is Long Black Road. Hey! 
ELO, and I, I failed to mention this before I played the track. Uh, in that interview that I was referencing, I read it in Mojo recently, great interview from last year. Uh, he said Zoom basically is a solo album with the name Electric Light Orchestra <laughs> on there, but that's what he came up with. That's one of the songs. I mean, just that right there. Use use a name that is going to try to get people a little bit more interested. Yeah. ELO. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people know the name Jeff Lynn. Yeah. And what were you saying while we were listening? Well, I, and I, I, I was just saying that that it still baffles me that ELO is just as viable as a band as Queen or Led Zeppelin from from that era. Yeah, amen. And why they never? I mean, and maybe they did have like some some flash of being able to sell out. Arenas. And, yeah, oh, they and, did and, for sure. And even and, over and, and here, they fine. did very well. But it, you're right. It but seems like they should have had a lot more longevity. Yeah. Because you know, 
they put out a lot a lot of records. Yeah, I, I, I mean, before, like, they, before like, they hung it up, it was about ten records. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I, I was thinking there's like at least ten, maybe twelve records. You know, yeah. you know, they're 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 in that, they're just in this some weird purgatorial zone. Them, Blue Oyster Cult, yeah, another yeah. one too. That's, that that's that, one of those bands. That gets, they should be bigger. And it's one of those bands. How did that, that happen? The Fairweathers, they they only buy the best ofs. That's one of those right. best of bands. Like if you go to anybody's house, that's going to be the best of right. Yellow or the best of and, Blue Oyster. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a guilty guilty guy about that right now because the only thing that I have in in my digital device that's not Zune yeah. uh, is 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 a best of because th- there's a lot of stuff that I probably need to need to get, but yeah. I never got the remastered or. Yeah, the stu- or, you know, all, all the ELO stuff on Legacy yeah. is definitely worth pursuing. I've got them all. Yeah, they did. They did a great job with them great too. Job on them. and they're really very good affordable job. now. They're all under ten dollars. Yeah, I was going to say so. they're like six ninety nine a disc now. Yeah. I think they should put out a box like for under hundred bucks. Yeah, people should buy easily, that. easily. Anyway. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. Good stuff. That's the oldest odd and end we have on here because that came out before <laughs> the end of the year. But that's a great soundtrack. I have less than half of that soundtrack already, so that makes it a soundtrack worth owning. Yes, it does. So yeah. Even the BG stuff, I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, next song here. I'm uh, going to play is something off of an album that I, I believe, since it's pretty much about 90% covers or re-recordings, this is an odd and end. And uh, from a man who is truly an odd and end, Mr. Les Claypool. Oh, okay. I was and, trying to figure out where you were going. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a new project out, which is probably going to be a one and done, uh, called Duo de Twang. Oysterhead Part 3? Yeah, there was. Let's see. Let me think of all of the one-offs, or like one or two records. Oysterhead was one of them. Oysterhead's right? one. That's a one and done. It's a yeah. super group with Stuart Copeland and uh, right. Trey Anastasio. And Trey Anastasio from Fish. Yeah, uh, he did the uh, Colonel Claypool's Bucket of Bernie Brains, right. which is Les Claypool, Bernie Worrell, oh, okay. Bucket Head, yeah, that's right. and Brain, the drummer, yeah. the the second drummer for Price. Right, right, right. That's actually a fun record. That's my favorite of the post. Uh, but another post really Primus. Good, yeah. Another really good one, though, is that... Post-Primus fr- pre-reunion. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and another really good one is the Flying Frog Brigade record. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But that's a that's one gig. It's one gig on two different CDs. Oh, is that is that what it was? It was that was still one gig from <laughs> yeah. the two discs? Because I thought that was like a series of shows <laughs> that he did. Oh, my gosh. I think it's like a, maybe a couple of nights, maybe, but it's the same gig. The, the first... The first CD is them doing like Crimson cover, right? Yeah, uh, and uh, they do a Floyd cover. They do a couple of Sausage numbers, which is another right. one. Oh yeah, that's another, that's another one. Another one off, but he did that during Primus. God. And then at the end of the album, they cover Shine on You Crazy Diamond, and as it fades out, you hear Les going, "We'll be back with more Pink Floyd than you could possibly stand." And the second disc is just them doing the Animals album, top to bottom. Oh wow! So that's well, that's on. only like three songs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's wait maybe four. There's some just under his name. Uh, I think there's a few less Claypool solo albums. Yeah, I think yeah. three or four or something like that. But I really enjoy this release. He's always busy. He's always yeah. He's a very prolific man. Uh, so yeah, uh, I really enjoy this record. Like I said, the covers are fun. He actually does a cover of a cover song they've already covered, uh, "Amos Moses" by Jerry Reed, which is a, tons of fun because this is, for all intents and purposes, bluegrass less Claypool style. Right. One guitar, one bass, just hanging out. It's like dueling banjos without the banjos. Oh, okay. All right. That's basically what this is. No, they, no fiddle. Right, no fiddle. No fiddle. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding, Travis. Um, they do re-recordings of Winona's <laughs> Big Brown Beaver, Jerry was a race car driver. Those are the the big, big... Oh, that's all songs. on that record? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, No Tom Waits? 
Uh, no weights. Yeah. That's cool. That's but, cool. Know, yeah, and there's some like the Ballad of New Orleans. You're, da, 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 wow. Ding, 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 okay. Uh, uh, Man in the Box. Man Alice in the Box. Oh, Alice in Chains. You gotta love that. And uh, <laughs> or do you have to? Yeah, it's fine. I'm the man in the yeah. box. I know Jerry Cantrell's yeah. a fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he is a fan. The oddball cover, if, if there is one, the oddball cover on this album. <laughs> because doing Men in the Box wasn't weird enough. Not for him. They were tour mates at one point. Yeah, they too. were. Yeah, they Lollapalooza. were. Lollapalooza. Yeah, I was going to say that was a Lollapalooza. Yeah, and here's one. Shout out uh, 90, 1994, I think. Yeah, about that. Uh, in the middle of this album is a song that uh, everybody knows it, but. You've never heard it this way, so I gotta do it. And it makes me laugh, especially during the chorus. So enjoy this. This is Les Claypool's Do It to Twang with Staying Alive. <laughs> Since I was born, when it's alright, it's okay. 
Les Claypool's Do It to Twang. And also, I, I should mention that the sixth string guy in the band's name is Brian Kehoe. And that was Staying Alive. Where's Brian from? Any I ideas? Know. I have no idea. So I'll look him up. Yeah. Uh, but Keep I going. hope you enjoyed that. It makes me laugh. Logan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you drunk enough for that one? No, I'm okay. not. All right. No. Well, let's move on here. No. But, but you know what? Uh... Les, Les Claypool is, is is a fantastic musician, and I've seen Primus at least twice. Okay. At least. And uh, so, yeah. Good, you know, I have I have, I have mucho respect yeah. for... Sadly, I've only seen them do an Ozfest set, so that was 45 minutes. Yeah. It was, I, it was a good set, but I, want, I definitely did want more that day. I did, I, you know, I did see them do a... Do their, you know, like a like Big stage you know, like a headline set cool. at. Uh, let's see, they was it Fairport I'm, Arena? I'm, no, no, no. I'm trying to think what tour that might have been for. Tad was the opener. Oh, I nice. remember seeing that, which was, I mean, that was massive oh. enough. I, yeah. I, I'd already lost one of my balls at that point. <laughs> but yeah, Tad's a but, great band. But the thing was, is you know, seeing Primus at that time. Uh, the the recorded the 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 records did no justice, really for for their 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 live setting. They yeah. were they were heavier. Yeah. At at least at that time, I I think I got a shirt at at that show that but it was for Frizzle Fry. And oh, no, I, I guess they had some. Overstock. I remember you wearing that. Uh, yeah, you know, and and so I still I still have that somewhere. Yeah. I, I know. I, the, the way that they were portrayed in their videos, you know, because I was the kid that saw the season cheese stuff on Headbangers yeah. Ball and stuff like that. Uh, it seemed like the crowds, like they had crazy crowd Insane surfing and crowds, man. crowds. You know, the, the side note, sure. the, the uh, real funny. I saw a cousin, a cousin of mine, who I was, you know, we, we saw each other on on the relegated holidays. Yeah. But he, he didn't really talk a whole bunch. Yeah. But he was a cool dude, you know. And at that show, I'm at the bar and I'm 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 getting a drink. And he comes up, hmm. and he is just—he is just—I mean, he is talkative. I don't think he was talked. He, lit? he uh, well, I don't know if he was lit or not. It's usually what happens but, to people who don't talk a lot. He was—he was like sweaty, yeah. 
<laughs> and he had uh, you you could tell he had just come in from the pit. Nice, yeah. And or, or at least close enough to the pit to Crowd to feel out, to yeah. feel that heat. Just I mean, because it was a massive show. Gotcha. And it it Primus Primus for me had had some a little bit of uh uh you know just cool family stuff because yeah. of that moment. That's awesome. And 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 they were fantastic all all across the board. I'm bogging down, I know, yeah, but right. still. That's all right. Um. You know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for him, so I'm going to move on there. Speaking of Les Claypool, I'm going to play a band that Les Claypool once famously auditioned for in 1986, back when they needed a bass player due oh. to an unfortunate death. Mm. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. San Francisco, also San Francisco. Hey, uh, let's also shout out Guy would have had a birthday. Cliff Burton, yeah, yeah. very recently. Yeah, yeah, very recently. Yeah, so we're going to play some Metallica. And, uh, you know, <laughs> damn near 100% of the time, the, the cliched use of 99.999% of the time on Rock Strikes 10, I play stuff that I heart, heartily endorse and, like, go buy that. I'm a walking commercial for all of these records. <laughs> now, that being said, the song we're going to play, I don't think I hate it, but I'm really curious to talk about this with you, Logan, and yeah. that's why I'm playing it tonight. Yeah. I did grab the download only on iTunes. Yeah, that was there. I saw it. The rehearsal of Metallica's performance at the Grammys. The Shammies. The Shammies. Uh, with the piano player Ling Lang. Oh, wait. Is is Mecklemore on this? No. 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 And it's Lang Lang, Lang isn't it? Lang Lang. Okay. Not Ling Lang. I thought, he was, I thought they were going to be on stage with L-A-N-G. the panda. L-A-N-G. L-L-A-N-G. Yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't see any of the Grammys. Oh, I, I uh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I've watched them Don't enough. watch the Grammys with my daughter. I've watched them enough. Don't ever life. watch the Grammys with my daughter. Okay. If Ooh. I just leave her over here, don't ever watch them okay. with her. Okay. Because she's going to go, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that old guy? And there's a, you know, th- there's there's Paul McCartney on, on, on the screen. Oh, yeah, they're like, go, who's, who's that? that? I got coworkers that don't know the fuck. She does that all the time. You know, like the whole show. I was like, you know what? Let's just watch fucking... Good luck, Charlie, or something like that. The old Jewish lady in the movie. Right, you know. Is it fucking Jesse on or some Disney shit? All right. No, no, I I love her to death, and and I I I, I do I I do give her some credit for at least being curious enough to know who some of some of the the artist was. She'll 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 come around. She's your daughter. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she'll 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 get there. She'll get there, but you know, the least. So the Grammys. Logan, did did yes. you see this performance? I did actually. Okay. Oh, yeah. What what did you think of it? Because I'm listening to the I I'm just hearing the audio and I'm like, it sounds interesting enough. Uh, uh something that Michael Butler said. He's like, you know what? It's like I kind of like this on principle because they don't give a shit obviously anymore. Yeah. They're just doing whatever they want. Well, yeah. Is, is this is this the, the mom is a stripper bit like I, we did on the metal show? <laughs> no, it's it. No, it has no. This is not mom is a stripper bit. This is. <laughs> Uh, for me, for me, this is uh, another one of those. Look, Grammys. We are a, a. I'm not sure if I want to call them heavy metal anymore. Yeah. Um, it's the only metal band they'll give it up for. It's it's the, a very very hard rock band, maybe. Yes. They're, that, they're metal, dude. I mean. Come okay. On. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But here's the metal band that can cross over for different different type of. You know different genres of music. Yeah. Now, any schooled person 
of Metallica, who's been a fan for, I don't know, the last 30, 30 years. years yeah. You know that they've already done stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, we have the S&M. We have the S&M. Which I didn't like. Which, well, I liked it. Yeah, At the time, I liked it because it 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 really expanded out. Of course, my, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Michael Kamen. Kamen. Michael, Michael Kamen. Kamen. The late Michael Kamen now. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like 10 years he, ago. Uh, you know, he came in and, and, and made some really great arrangements. Yeah. And it, 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 it really accentuated how massive and epic that metal can sound yeah. some of it and the arrangements are really good on some of those but yeah. some of that stuff should not be on there some of it's way too busy yes but yeah, absolutely some, some things he does very well on there as as the full as the full length two disc set yeah there's more greater than not in right. in, in, in in my opinion that's fine I'll, I'll i'll still keep a copy of it right but as far as this one-off with a solo pianist, I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, for me, I, it's not anything that I need to add. Honestly, uh, you know, listener can decide for them themselves. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that anybody needed to to prove that we're a band that can cross over to. No, they've done that enough. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, they need they need to just you know keep on a line and. It's weird because they 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 keep it seems like they keep coming back. I'm not saying that they're ever turning their backs on their fans, but the, they don't. They, they I do. They do. I don't think they did. Like do. after Lulu, they put out the EP as a, as a, as I call it a reparation. Yeah. And then they had just gone into those 30th anniversary shows, which yeah. just rave reviews. Still waiting for the Blu-ray box set. Right. Of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just want all nights on disc and Blu-ray. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, and so beyond that, it's like. But you know, they, they never they never keep them too comfortable. There's always going to be something that gets them talking, and maybe that's just the whole point. And maybe you're right. They're they're just at a point in their career to where they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can come in under ten minutes with Metallica talk because they always make us talk a long God, time. God, they they. Oh, <laughs> they're God. dialogue kings. So all right from the rehearsal. Of the Grammys, because that's the one they posted. Great. This is a live version of one with Lang Lang. Let me know if you enjoy. Let's hear from you. Here it is.
this is true or a dream Deep down inside I feel the scream This terrible silence stops me Now that the war is through with me I'm waking up, I cannot see That there's not much left to me Nothing is real but pain now My breath is I wish but death Oh please God,
right, there you go. That was Metallica with Lang Lang doing one. If you're interested and want it, you can get it on <laughs> iTunes for a buck. Dollar. There you go. Go ahead, Logan. Okay, can is that close enough? That's close enough. There you go. All right, wonderful. All right, moving on here uh, from a band <laughs> who. <laughs> I love how we just smoothed over. Yeah, 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 did, yeah. I already said it all before the song. Let yeah, me know what we'll, you think. No, comment yeah. on the iTunes. iTunes are the. I love. I would Facebook. love. I would love to see what people think of that. Yeah. So put it on the Facebook yeah. comment. Facebooks. Uh, a band, and uh, I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds here. I think we pretty much both agreed. Possibly the best album of the year 2000 uh, was 2000. A, yeah, think back in the way back machine. An album called Murder Nam by a band called A Perfect Circle. Yeah, was it my best? Was album? that not your favorite album that year? Because that, that no, was, it was a, good, a damn good record. I think that was probably show. my favorite album of 2000. There were actually a lot of decent albums that year for me personally, but that one I still go back to. I really, really like that record. I think it's great. It was a solid record. And it was well, I, you know, it was a really good record. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not solid, but uh, really good. An album that was like I think seven years in the making, apparently, because speaking of that, God, was that Lollapalooza that we referenced with Allison Chains, oh and, right, uh, and Primus, and Primus yes. on there is apparently where Maynard met Billy Howardale. That that would that would make sense because yeah, Tool played at like you know three o'clock in the afternoon or yeah. something like that. And apparently Howardale was a guitar tech for somebody that oh, year. Oh yeah, and that's how they met. Huh. And this is, this is how the band happened. Like I said, the first album is great. It's a solid album. I think it's the only great album they've done. Uh, the second one is just kind of ah, uh, and then the third <laughs> album is a cover album that does not deliver. And you know me, I love my covers. That album doesn't do a whole lot for me. But for some reason, Perfect Circle has decided to at least open up the catalog, the vault, if you will, because there is about three or four new like double lives out. Which I think are digital only, because I've yet to see a physical copy of them. But they sound great live. So, like I said, if you're going to go with that cover stuff, get the live album version or something. They actually, and they're on these albums only, they're covers of Ashes to Ashes by Bowie, which is a great version. Was it good? And the live mashup of them doing Love Song by The Cure mixed with Diary of a Madman by Ozzy. It is one of the coolest things I've ever heard put together as far as like you know that mashup genre, but they were like the first ones to do it. It huh. was just great, and then the floodgates opened after that. But you got to hear that first; it's amazing. That was before Jay Z and Lincoln Park I feel <laughs> yeah, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, getting back to Perfect Circle, uh, they put out a best of album for some reason. There's a best of out. Like I said, I like the band, but there's no need for this. That's. It's called 360, <laughs> and it's basically just, here's four to five songs from each studio album, and then there's a brand new song at the very end uh, called By and Down, and that's the song I'm going to play for you here in a second. All right, Joey Rant time for you fans of this. <laughs> I love this. Not only is this greatest he, hits unnecessary. You, you talked about this so much, and I love it. Yeah. Rail. It's absolutely ridiculous that somebody like me, uh, they're making me feel like a sucker. Uh, I own these records already. So it's not just the principle of them putting out a best of. It's the fact that I can't go buy the one freaking individual song on iTunes. It's album only, daddy. So I have to go through legal download methods 
such as my local library. Thankfully, they actually ordered a copy of it, so I got me the single. Now, if you are nice enough out there, if you want to go onto the Rock Strikes 10 page on iTunes, leave me a comment. Do that. And prove that you're the one that did that. Send me your username and all that stuff. Then I'm going to give this one to you. Because you shouldn't be hosed like this. Uh, I don't support this release. I will tell you absolutely to buy physical copies of the first album. And even the other two, if, if you're so inclined. I am a massive proponent of buying your own damn record. I am not a fan of illegal downloading. That being said, sometimes they put your back against the wall and you got to fight back. Otherwise, they're not going to make these things anymore. So, really, when they do this kind of stuff, screw them. It's, what, how... it's one of those times where you're like, come on, man. Yeah, I just want the you're one just freaking like... song. And, and pre-show, we talked about this, yeah. that, that, that Roadrunner <laughs> record label was... I mean, and, and they had bands that, that we liked. Yeah. But how many times are there... You go double, out, double you go, dipping. you go out, man, and you're like so excited to get that record from whatever the band is, the yeah. day of release, and then six months later, it never failed. Yeah, never failed that we're gonna, you know, tack on this the special edition, special edition. We're gonna and and they're gonna tack on two tracks. Yeah, not even like one, well, yeah. you know, or not 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 like five tracks. Yeah, but two tracks yeah. you if you're lucky it was a 30 but that third one's probably a live track of the first fucking yeah. single that they put how about the the five versions of toxicity that came out jeez man that wasn't even roadrunner but you that know makes me think of that because <laughs> you know i'm 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 like you I, I i'm not really a big supporter of of the Ill- illegal download stuff yeah. I, i've always felt like that my dollars helped out a band here yeah. and there but yeah. I agree. Yeah, totally. So please leave your comments on the Rock Strikes 10 iTunes page. I really appreciate it. Star ratings help, too. And you go ahead and enjoy this, even if it's just on this show. This is a perfect circle with Buy and Down. <laughs>
Alright, there you go. That was a perfect circle with their new song, Buying Down. Like I said, it's off the 360. Uh, if you do actually, if you do want to buy it on its own, <laughs> the only way you can get it is on the Perfect Circle Live, featuring Stone and Echo. Uh, you can get that on its own, but it has to be a live version. Personnel on that song: Maynard, of course, on lead vocals; Billy Howardell on the guitar; uh, a guy named Mac McJunkins on bass, and <laughs> Jeff Friedel on drums. Jeff Friedel. Friedel. Um, no relation to Frodo. I hope not. No. All right. Next song here. Uh, Two things I am a fan of, and they're on this one track. Two different things. Uh, this is, uh, I'll make it quick. This is a Harry Nilsson cover uh, oh. from a just-released Harry Nilsson tribute record. It's all 100% indie artists. Uh, the Out of, like, the 20 bands on there, <laughs> I found one. Hey. But I love this band. They do great covers. Love them or hate them, you got to admit, their covers are amazing. So here you go. This is Rasputina. Covering my my top five songwriters of all time, Harry Nilsson. And Rasputin is one of your favorites too. Our, I love Rasputin. I, I know you I do. I think they're amazing. I know you do. It's a great idea. Uh, this song is called Sweet Haven. Here you go. Do you believe in community? There you go. That was uh, Rasputina with Sweet Haven from the new 
Harry Nilsson tribute called This Is The Town. That's the song I recommend you buy legally off of iTunes or Amazon MP3, which is where I got it for 30 cents less. Oh. So there's something to be said for the Amazon as well. iTunes ain't cents? the only game in town. 69 cents. Sometimes it's 69 cents. 69 cents. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, for those of you not in the know, if you didn't <laughs> hear the last time I ever played Rasputin on the show, Melora Krieger, oh. she has uh, quite a bit of a claim to fame herself. She was the celloist, uh, touring celloist, and also celloist on the Nirvana Unplugged in New York album. Oh, I knew that. Uh, and also she did a lot of stuff with Manson on the Antichrist Superstar tour. Uh, but, you know, so has her hands in a few different things. But, I'm, like I said, I'm a big Rasputina fan, so I think you should support him. And go see them live if they come to your town. That will be a show you won't soon forget. They're still around? Oh, yeah, they still do shows. Okay. Still Good. putting out records? Records. Yeah, absolutely. I knew you liked them. Yeah. Um, moving on here uh, for you uh, Super Bowl watchers I, I was not one this year Oh. Uh, but I do know that they were advertising a an awesome television appearance a rare television oh. appearance by my favorite guitar player in the oh. entire world Prince or sorry can't say that on here because if he, he'll he'll ding us if we'll if we play him. Artist formerly known as. No, Can no. you say that? It, it's Prince. He's not going to find out about this. I don't. No. T- when I play Prince on the show, I don't tag him because I'm actually that scared. Really? Of his, I'm that scared of his legal team. Wow. They will find me and, and, and they will find you. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's I, like I still the government. Yeah. Still don't get it. That's weird, man. That being said, as you can see, if you look over the CD racks, oh, every oh. Prince album that you can buy physically. Hear that, Prince? Physically. Now, I know you love and hate the internet, but, um, you know, you're only putting out singles at this point. You got a bunch you know, of stuff, man. I can understand the need for Prince wanting to be single only at this point. That's I mean, fine. For the most part, I think he's still planning on doing a few full links here and there, but... The gotta last, get the right deal. The last two or three years, it's been like, here's a single, here's right. a single, here's a single. Now, I've been following him. Twitter? And <laughs> yeah, I might. I heard he's on Twitter and he's yeah, killing it. I heard he's killing it. Supposedly he is. Yeah, or his assistant is. That's the joke. Yeah. Uh, but as far as his single-only releases, I think this is the best one he's done so far, so that's why I'm going to include it here on the Odds and Ends of 2014. So here you go. Artist formerly known as... Actually, now he's the, the artist formerly known as the artist formerly Simple. known as Prince. Artist formerly known as Symbol... Yes. Form, formerly known as Symbol. We're doing like early 2000s hacky <laughs> comedian bits right now. <laughs> talking about the artist formerly known as Prince. Alright. But here you go. And for some reason there's a dual credit on here. It's credited to Prince and someone called Third Eye Girl. Third Eye Girl. Third Eye Girl is... Do you know this? Yes. Okay. Third Eye Girl is... Well, first off, that's his Twitter handle. Oh. That's the Twitter handle. But Third Eye Girl is also credited as being what is now his band I think uh, which it's surprisingly three girls huh. I think oh, yeah, I, saw him on I think I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so I, I you know that makes sense I'm not going to delve too far into that yeah, yeah. but you know there may be four girls but it's still known as third eye girl but I thought they were a functioning band on their own Sure. That he's, you know, kind of like his new Vanity, yeah, yeah, Vanity or Apollonia, or whatever, whatever that was. Yeah, Vanity Six and Vanity Apollonia. Six Apollonia. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, but they can play. They, that's different. That's, that's a, yeah. Know, that, Wendy and Lisa could play. He hasn't Wendy done this in a while. Yeah, I mean, Wendy and Lisa done. could in 
there's there's no contest about that. Yeah. But, um, so I believe I believe Third Eye Girl is a separately functioning unit. Well, they, uh, at least uh, they like, were. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> Enough to where they can be credited on their own. Obviously. As, yeah, as yeah. Co- co-writing with the artist formerly known as Symbol, who is formerly known as Symbol. Yes. Prince. So, uh, and, and I believe this is going to be the first time you've heard this song as well, Lord I, Yes. Uh, are you curious? Yes. I, I, you know what? Prince is one of the coolest shows I've ever, you know, I've ever seen. He's and cool. he just, you know, he's left and right, man. Yeah. Funk, he's rock, he's jazzy, he's he's all over the place. Yeah. I think this is a little bit of all that. So here you go. Uh-huh. Brand new single. This is Prince, and this is one word. Pretzel Body Logic. Pretzel Body Logic gets so much fun. Dreaming of each other on each other's tongue. Taste the bittersweet undone. Now we both too sleepy to get the gun.
There you go. That was Prince and Third Eye Girl with Pretzel Body Logic, but I'm sure you got that uh, from it. But yeah, Rock and Track. What did you rock think? Rock and Logan? Track. That was cool, man. Yeah. I like when he just throws it down. It sounds it just, live. Yeah, it's one take. Maybe. Yeah, it, it, that does sound like a one take. It's like oh. a. Uh, it's got that. Well, uh, you know, I said right off after you went off went off air real quick, but that's that Steely Dan Pretzel Logic. Yeah. Pretzel body lock. That's sweet. That's cool. Yeah. I like Prince. I said steel E Dan. Steel E Dan. That's cool <laughs> stuff though. I I I totally dig Prince. Yeah. You know, whenever Miles Davis says that to him, the best the best musician that he's encountered yeah. is Prince. Yeah. You listen. Yeah, absolutely. Miles Davis. And they never recorded together, despite the rumor. Never, never uh, did. There's that B side called Power Fantastic. Oh right, right. Everybody thinks that's Miles because it's very, it's got that smooth it's got, trumpet on yeah, there. Yeah, that 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 tonal that tonal sound that Miles is. Yeah, you just know Miles. Yeah. And and if you can replicate Miles. And that guy did wow. on that track. And the guy said, um, the the guy that did the track, of course, he said. Uh, I love that people think that's Miles because that's, that's to me awesome. the greatest accomplishment of my career. You know what? I I, I would just hang my hang, <laughs> hang, hang, hang it up. Hang hang my horn up. How's yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. This next song here, we're gonna stick with the R&B soul funk, and uh, this is a cover of a classic. You've heard this song a billion times. This is your belated Valentine's Day present from Rock Strikes 10. Well, that's sweet of you. This is one of our favorites. This is the great Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Covering... Good stuff. She's great. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, covering the Stevie Wonder classic Signed, Sealed, Delivered. Delivered? Oh, I'm wow. yours. Sweet. Here you go. Take it away, Sharon.
right, there you go. That was Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings riding high on that new record. You'll hear that on a, f a future episode of Rock Strikes 10 sooner than later. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That was uh, off of a compilation that iTunes put out called Sweetheart 2014. That's the one to get off Oh, there for okay. Sure. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Moving on here. Good we stuff. Got, yeah, yeah. We only got three songs left. I was bragging off the air about how I turned my uh, haircut lady on to Sharon Jones and Charles Bradley and people like that recently. And uh, I still take credit for turning Logan onto this band in just the sense that I just nudged him into... <laughs> he was going to see U2 in 2009. Oh, okay. yeah. And I actually called... I, I, I ducked out of work to call him on the cell for like five minutes on my break and be like, dude, I know you're going to U2 tonight. If you do not get there for the opening band, I will never forgive you because you got to see this band, Muse. Yeah. They are amazing yeah. live. You know what? I went and saw Muse open up for U2 and in a complete arena setting. Stadium setting. Stadium setting was like floor to the part to where... I tapped my lady friend on the shoulder and said, let's go see Muse as a headliner. Nice. Let's go see a full show. Nice. We ended up seeing them twice after that. Yeah. You've got and this picture that you showed me before we went on air. Yeah. And amazing. I'll, I'll, Please I'll, put that on the wall. I'll, I'll, I'll post it up, but it was, it was such an amazing show with their full production. Yeah. You know they're they're massive over in Europe, and they get they, they get, play stadiums there. They play state by the, themselves. The, yeah, they don't need an opener. There's they two, can play three yeah. hours over there, oh, and yeah. nobody complains. And people like singing the words, yeah, like they, out loud like they, soccer chants. They know everything about that band, yeah. and there's two great releases you should pick up uh, that represents them as a live band. The oh harp, yeah, the Harp CD DVD. Harp CD's fantastic, and uh, they have a brand new one out, which is what I wanted to represent here on the show. Any final words before I play this? Logo? No, not at all. I mean, there's the, the fantastic live band. Matt Bellamy is one of the most underrated guitarists. Oh yeah, I agree. That yeah. you might encounter. Yeah, for sure. Watch Harp, yeah, and then just. Just soak it in. Yeah. So here you go. Off the new CD, DVD, or Blu-ray, depending on what your poison is. Live at Rome Olympic Stadium. Rome Olympic Stadium. Rome yeah. Olympic Stadium. They deserve yeah. it. This is Muse with Uprising.
Olympic Stadium. That was the great Muse with Uprising. Go check it out. Uh, I, I've, I, I haven't watched the Blu-ray of this yet. I'm guilty of not having watched. I've only heard the audio, but I'm going to go watch it soon. But I can definitely recommend Harp. Honestly, if you've heard very little to nothing by Muse, you should just buy the Harp DVD and just watch yeah. it. They'll, they'll win you over. If they don't, I don't know how you could like rock and roll honestly i think it's just amazing to watch. there's yeah the, the, there's a lot of great things that happen in harp 
yeah. period that that are just you know from the intro. It, they're they're a stadium band. Oh God, yeah, I would love to see them in the and, stadium, like with their own show. <laughs> yeah, I, they yeah exactly. I mean, it is Queen esque. It really is. I hate to say that, yeah, honestly, really but there's yeah. a part of me that that doesn't feel bad about saying they're that. They're obvious. They're obvious Queen nerds. I mean, that's obvious in their music, obvious so. because of the 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 massiveness of the show. Yeah. So, all right. Speaking of uh, great shows, I saw a great one a few years ago, and I wish I could have gone out to Vegas to see this. But uh, one of my favorite <laughs> albums of all time got the Vegas treatment and got played top to bottom. I know I played them on the last episode, but Bam. it's relevant to this one. Gonna play something by Def Leppard. Man, I played you their version of "Elected" on the last episode, so go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it. Uh, but "Viva Hysteria," gotta wish I could have seen this because, like I said, Man, it is one of my favorite yeah. albums of all time. It's a five-star record. You cannot debate me on this. It's just a scientific fact. <laughs> Sorry, it's empirical. Uh, but it's uh, and it's also, like gravity. You, you just can't. Yeah, and here's me pimping the physical release. If you're going to buy Viva Hysteria by Def Leppard, if you're enough of a fan, you need to go buy it. And I, I hate doing this because, like I said, I was just healing the big box stores uh, as far as their exclusive things. But this is a good example of an exclusive thing. You know, if you go to Best Buy, you can get the two CD set of Viva Hysteria and the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is only available at Best Buy. So there you go. I know. It's, it's a Blu-ray, so it's a little different than a CD. I know. But the CD itself is, is awesome, and they're their own opening act in that Vegas right, show yeah. where they go on stage, uh, dress down, no stage show, right. and they just play fan favorites. It's like when I saw the Was it Kiss. fan favorites or their favorites? It's 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 actually mostly fan favorites. I think they actually had the fans pick most of the stuff, oh, okay. if I'm not mistaken. I was thinking that they went out and played, you know, like Moth the Hoople shit and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, stuff that was... That, yeah. you know, part of their yeah. influence. Yeah, they, it's pretty much them playing the best stuff or the deepest stuff off the first three records with some sprinkled fan favorites and in there boy, as well. Boy, you know what? You cannot play anything off those first three records that nobody would like. Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, all those three, those first three records are just... They're just greatness. Stacked. But that fourth record, man, Hysteria, I, I love that record. I don't care how much people say it's overproduced i think it's a perfect album it's a great record uh, it's still a great record i love it still and, and in honor of logan yes we're gonna play his favorite song off the album albeit it's from my the... my favorite song off that album so here you go it's from... a deep cut so i hope everybody can at least appreciate it for just a few moments yeah so here you go uh from viva hysteria this is run riot yeah
Alright, there you go. From Viva Hysteria. That was Def Leppard with Run! Run, Riot! Yeah. Love that stuff. song. Great stuff. I re uh, I'm going to have to plug this again. I referenced the Hysteria album quite a bit on the latest two episodes of the podcast. Oh, that's... Oh. P-O-D-K-I-S-S-T. I was oh. on the round table about the Hot in the Shade record and <laughs> whenever it was necessary, and I actually, I was defending that record for the most part, but whenever it was necessary, I did call out Kiss for their constant referencing of the Hysteria album on that album. Wow. So go check it out. Tell them Rock Strikes 10 sent you. <laughs> I, I hope I get traffic from those episodes. That's not why I did it. It's for the love of the band, for damn sure. Uh, but check out my Hot in the Shade hot music opinions on the podcast and the podcast network. Bam! Right. Last song here, a band that is no stranger to Rock Strikes 10. When they do stuff, I talk about them because, to me, they're the most interesting band in the world right whoa, now. Whoa, A band called Ghost. Wow. You BC know about Ghost? Or Ghost, just Ghost. Ghost. It's just ghosts, okay. man. That's not bullshit. <laughs> and speaking of uh, current events, if you haven't seen the in-studio performances of the band, quote, Unmasked. Unmasked. The cloak guys aren't unmasked, but the <laughs> singer is wearing no makeup, but he's wearing his old man <laughs> outfit from the Year Zero video. <laughs> right. He looks like Father Guido Sarducci had yeah. a baby with Anton LaVey. And, and they sound fucking awesome. They sound great on those uh, performances. Awesome. I think it'd be kind of cool... If they did some of the show like that, and then yeah. he comes in the intermission, he puts the stuff on. Yeah, yeah. Or they could just, yeah, I don't know. It, it's still a mask, but. But uh, the, the right at the end of the year, because that's why it hasn't been on the show yet, because I was too busy talking about the album itself, the yeah. studio album. But they put out a cover EP by the end of the year in 2013 called If You Have Ghosts. If You Have Ghosts. They do a Rocky Erickson cover, which is the title track. They do a Depeche Mode song, which is easily yeah. the most recognizable song from it because it's off of a big album, Violator. Yeah. Waiting for the Night. I'm a Marionette by ABBA, which ABBA. was on the Best Buy only version. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of, of the studio, of the last studio album. Right, right. But features Dave Grohl on drums. That's, that's yeah. important to say. They recorded all of these songs actually at Dave Grohl's studio. That's another fun fact. For oh, you. is it really? Yeah. Oh, they played the. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Which leads the rumor still that he's in the yeah. band. Uh, Actually, here's a fun fact, and I love... I, I Wikipedia'd Ghost a, a billion times, but they're, they're always putting stuff on there, and I like finding interviews from different websites. One of the Nameless Ghouls actually copped to the fact that Dave Grohl has performed once with them on stage huh. in the cloak on drums. Well, there you go. But he's not a real member. Right. I love the fact that he could be like I said I call them the Freemasons of metal it'd be nice to think that there's this round table committee calling the shots for the band and these are the minions I still think that's kind of a cool idea it's not a bad idea like, actually you know, to me my round table consists of you know Dave Grohl Danko Jones and, and a few other are you, people are very, you familiar Henry with Rollins, the guy that, like, that, <laughs> those that, kind of guys. that they're saying who, who the, the vocalist is yeah and then when they did that they turned around and named a new vocalist quote unquote right right and, and it, you know I... and then they, they also said in this other interview that they're from this <laughs> small town in Sweden right and they claimed that everybody in town knows who they are because they're like we keep disappearing from town and we get back into town they're like okay oh, hey. are you right. and they said for a while we didn't want to say it but they're like if we don't cop to it 
they're going to turn their backs on us and we can't oh, yeah. live here like normal people. Yeah. So he goes, we just all cop to it and now we can live a normal life when we go back home. Right. So, Interesting, huh? So, so you, you kept an entire town That's of what people they said. quiet. That's what they said. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. You know, there, there's... Yeah. I don't, <laughs> and I don't know if I've gone public with this yet, but I'm going to be the first guy to say it, and you know where I'm going because we've talked about this. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I don't think I've done this on air. If I have, and I apologize. I don't think you have. At least not around me, you haven't. I almost without a shadow of a doubt firmly believe that the physical members of Ghost, Sand Singer, is the Cardigans. Not just because they're Swedish, although no, that helps. That helps. Uh, yes, big metal fans. They were all in death metal bands they were, before yes. the Cardigans signed. Oh, you know, most of them were in death metal yeah. bands or metal bands. They, they, they were in metal bands. Big Sabbath fans. It was the first band to generate the the, the terror yeah. and evil into metal, making it yeah. way interesting. And yeah. bands that just couldn't figure it out. Like yeah. it's like, why don't we do that? I just fans that would would go there. Yeah. And here's my other <laughs> piece of evidence now. New piece of evidence that lends credence to my theory. Nina Person just put a solo album out. She did. She's bored. Her people aren't uh, <laughs> hanging out with her anymore. Right now. I swear it's a cardigan. I'm uh, same. A lot of the same equipment. Use a lot of the same same guitars. Uh, the the keyboardist bit. Same kind of Hammond organ type stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the drum set's very minimal, and th- that's what they always used. I know it seems like I shouldn't know much about the Cardigans, but, I mean, I know enough to, to go... You can see it in your head. You've seen I, them play yeah, on stage. I, I mean, come on. And I know that the Cardigans themselves have been able to perform songs that were of the heavy metal genre. Yes. They've done multiple Sabbath covers. Yes, they have done multiple Sabbath covers. I just think and, there's enough little things. And this is this is information that you've shared with me privately. Privately, yes. I'm going public and, with it now. And if going, I disappear yeah. from this area, you'll know that I'm right. I will, you know, it, if I don't get a text from you over the next day or two, and you need to check up on me, then then I'm, I'm I'll, I'll just drive over here okay. and 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 see what the what the word yeah. is but it sounds like a joke but I, I'm being I am being very serious yeah, I, I, and, and I know you are too because I know I yeah exactly I feel but, like I'm so right about this and I I, I I beg anyone to prove me wrong what I what I love the most is that here we are we spent the last maybe five minutes or so trying to figure out just right now who these guys are? Yeah. Who are the nameless ghouls? Yeah, that to me is way more intriguing. It's, you know what? And I'm, yeah, I am more interested about who are the nameless ghouls than yeah. who is Papa. Yeah, because they pretty much Papa Emeritus. Over, I over mean, the internet. Yeah. Supposedly, you 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 had changed out from Papa Emeritus to a Papa Emeritus two. And they claim it's a different singer. And they the claim record. it's a different singer. New singer who's a, supposedly from the, the the latest thing that I'd seen is that it was a guy from uh, I think the band was called Pugnant Stench. Yeah, maybe Tobias so. something or other. Sure. I, I, I that's fine. You know, whatever. That's fine. One of the other you know ones, what guy in Crash Diet maybe Honestly, a nameless school a guy from Otep maybe it. What? God, okay. you know what? <laughs> 
But that's the great thing about it. Above and people and, say that Kiss couldn't exist in this day and, and age beyond, yeah, yeah. with a bit because of the internet. But how come they have such a tight-knit group to where even like going into arenas, and yeah. they even say they show up to the arenas with nothing on, you know, with, with no mask or anything. Yeah. And they sometimes they won't even, the security guy's like, who are you? You, you can't be backstage. <laughs> but how is this? It's they, still, it's still do they enter in as roadies? I, I, they actually say that it's they gotta do. Be, that's yeah, got to be it. But, but regardless, it, anyway, it, it's but still... I love this. I love it's this. Still, it's exciting. It, it, it's, 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 it's original it, it, and it's not new at the same time. Yes. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> it's all of that and <laughs> just exactly what you said. Yeah. So, The song I'm going to play for you here to represent this cover's EP is a song called Crucified, originally done by a band called Army of Lovers. And... <laughs> Beware! If you go reference this original online, yeah, go go listen to the original. I am a I I like to think that I am a progressive thinking man. No, uh, you're not. No, not uh, when it comes to this. Politically, <laughs> I, I like to think that I'm progressive thinking. Yes, okay. I'm an accepting person. I'm not I, a hater right. in any way. Uh, but H when yeah when I saw this video, the original video yeah. for Crucified, I said. Even Erasure would say this is way too gay. Yeah, yeah. Their singer is like an out-and-out oh, yeah. transvestite. There's it's, no doubt about that. It's, it's like I said, <laughs> like what Dale Hansen says, I'm not entirely comfortable with it, right? but we both live in this but world. But we both live in this world. <laughs> so here you go. This is Ghost's version <laughs> of Army of Lovers Crucified. I hope you enjoy it. They turned this thing into from a, a gay Euro techno-pop song yeah, exactly. into this evil-sounding song. <laughs> so... Scoreboard. Here you go. This is Ghost closing out.
Baker, like Moses on the hill, marking this record maker, I bite your will. Prophets I've been reading, stories I've been told, before I end my breathing, I travel in the soul, with thorns on a teaser, I play the W, I cry, I pray on you. Crucified by Ghost. You can get that on the if you have Ghost CP. I highly recommend it. Uh, even the even we keep re- I keep referencing Best Buy. Even the best <laughs> buys of the world have that thing, so you have no excuse. You don't need a glow stick for it. No, no, exactly. Uh, but yeah. But if you want one, it's cool, you know. Yeah. And on that note, we're just gonna have to call it a night here. It's yeah. late, and we got stuff to do. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Odds and Ends. Please go to cnjradio.com, home of Rock Strikes 10, the flagship The Wrestling House Show, and The Synaptic featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Go show him some love over there. Leave comments on his page as well. All the pages. Good stuff. And, yeah, uh, this episode is brought to you by iTunes, Amazon, and Best Buy. And the greatness of Dale Hansen. And Dale freaking Hansen. 
Yeah, that's right. Trending for damn good reason. It's it's rare that stuff trends that's that's relevant and 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 I can get behind. But this goddamn thing is amazing. Go Dale Hansen. Go Dale Hansen for sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't trend out the the freaking the oh the the god <laughs> you goddamn fucking irony co- comic hipsters. How dare you let that achy breaky heart hip hop cover go viral? I hate every single one of you because you know what it's not funny it's 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 like I, i'm like trying it makes me almost defend the original that's how bad it is wow I'd, so god damn you people i don't really. know that so sorry. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm good sorry i'm so upset yeah uh, you are del hansen deserves to be like the number one trend for like the rest of the year uh all right on that note <laughs> please join me on the next episode please write to me with show ideas joey at cnjradio.com but that's all on the website till then Everybody have fun. Stay hard. <laughs>